Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a 6 foot 5, 293 pound defensive lineman in the class of 2022, German sensation, four star number 79 prospect nationally. Hero Canoe, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Yeah, I'm excited too. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, first off, let's begin. You've got a very intriguing story, and at the very beginning, the first thing when people hear about you is you've got an awesome name, a very unique name, I think. So what are the origins of your name? So it's a, it's a uh, short story. So I have two siblings. Their names are David and Deborah. And so my mom wanted to uh, name me with a name that starts with a D2. And she was thinking about Damon, but this sounds too much like a demon. So my dad said, okay, let's take the opposite and let's name him Hero. Cool. Okay. Well, for you growing up, first off, getting into sports, I understand you were a soccer player. So soccer-wise, first off, what were your aspirations and your talents like? How would you describe that side of things for you first off? So I would say I was a pretty good player when I was younger. I played soccer for several years, and I was also invited to play for FC Bayern Munich, which is a top club in, in Germany. And like I had the decision to choose football or soccer. I chose football, and I think I still think if I have would have chosen soccer, I would have made it far. Yeah, with the athleticism you showed, I can see why you'd think that for sure. Well, you had the decision to choose soccer or American football, but first off, how did you get into American football? So there is a kid in my village. His name is Philip Oconquil. Um, He plays football, and he's with the um, company PPI Recruits. The CEO is Brandon Collier. And um, that's just the connection we have. Uh, we are like friends. We made friends, became friends. I'm sorry. Um, and he just kind of uh, like um, introduced me to Brandon Collier. And that's how everything started. I went to camps and showcases, workouts, and yeah. What do you think drew you to that game of American football? I would say a lot of has to do with like emotions, like. If you're, like, aggressive, you can let them out on the field, but, like, in a fair way, like, you can use your power. I was always one of the kids that was stronger and bigger, and, like, that was one thing why I um, chose football over soccer. Every time I was, like, um, trying to get the ball, it was, like, a foul because I'm just bigger and stronger, and that was just a thing, like, it doesn't matter in football. And when you were playing soccer, what positions were you playing? I'll play quarter, uh, quarterback, uh, goalkeeper, and center back. And then when you go over to American football, how did you find a position or a home on that defensive line? So, I mean, since I'm so big, there was only a choice between offensive line and defensive line. And I watched football on TV before, and I was like, okay, yeah, I want to do some damage. So I chose <laughs> defensive line. Nice. Okay, good pick, especially for your skill set. All right. Well, when did you first realize that you had a shot to go really big in football? So, through workouts back in Germany, I received my first offer from Penn State University 
back in um, May 19th, 2020. And that was like the moment where it flipped the switch to, and I was like, okay, I might get to do some more work, not like on like, not like workout wise, like, okay, got to go to a high school, like something uh, football specific. And I ended up going to the Santa Margarita Catholic High School in California. Okay. And you said that you were still in Germany when you got that offer? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. And when you were in Germany, were you playing like a high school level or competitive football league or how did that work? Not at all. I was uh, just playing at showcases and like camps and that's how I got my offer from Penn State. Wow. Okay. So power five offer off of the film from workouts and showcases. Awesome. Yes, sir. All right. And then after that, when did you realize that you maybe should come to America? Um, like it's like a big dream. I would say for like every European kids, like at least go to America once. Like every movie is like about high school life, you know? And I was like, I couldn't combine both of these things together. And I should, I should make the move over there to like get better in school, like with the language and just like my skill set in football. And that's finally made the decision to go over. And I'm curious, what was your kind of perception of America from what you'd heard versus the reality when you got here? How did that compare? <laughs> um, it was, like I said, like in the movie, actually, like, it is unbelievable here in South Orange County in California. It's beautiful. We have beaches. We have every possibility to, like, um, hang out and, like, have fun. And then so, like, I found out that I play in the best league of the country when I arrived, like, play against teams like San John Bosco, Mother Day, Servite. It is unbelievable. Yeah. And you name it off, it's almost like the SEC of the high school football How'd you end up picking Santa Margarita uh, first off and getting to that school? Mm, so the connection between Santa Margarita and myself is the head coach there, Coach Ruzier, um, he is the former roommate and um, teammate from my coach, Brandon Collier, back in Germany. They both played together at UMass, and that's kind of the connection that I had. And I was thinking about going to, like, IMG Academy or the NFL Academy, which is in London. Um, but I'm a person who, like, puts a lot of value in, like, lo uh, loyalty. And I wanted to stay loyal to my coach, Brandon Collier. So I chose Santa Margarita, and that was, like, the main thing. Okay. And what do you think has influenced you to be the type of loyal person that really values that trait? I think that's like the foundation for a great relationship. Like, I think it can help you in everything in life. If you're loyal to a friend, they're going to be loyal to you too, if you know they're true friends. And it's, it is just crazy. Like, it is, it is just a, a really valuable um, characteristic that you need to have. That's for sure. Well, you mentioned that you didn't know that you were coming into probably the best league in the entire country for high school football until you got here. So when you got to California, you realized that's your competition. What went through your head? Um, not, from my head went, um, like, dang, I've seen these kids playing on under the radar um, on YouTube, and I was like, I finally got to, get to compete against the best. Um, 
it was it was it was really fun. I made a lot of friends throughout this process, and later on, I found out after the Saint John Boston game, I watched uh, this new little league, and I found out that Maximus Gibbs, um, a guy I've been texting back and forth with, um, is on the is on the team Saint John Bosco, and I think it's just fun to meet like all the people, and you see how small the world the world is. All right, now in recruitment. Penn State had offered you while you're in Germany. So now you get over to America, and I'm sure there's probably some people watching you, but what happened for you to blow up once you got to California in recruiting? I would say a big influence was my coach in Germany, Brandon Collier. He's like he's like making the connections between coaches and players from Europe, and I think he was doing the same for me here in the U.S., the same with my head coach, um, too. And after the first game, um, I received eight offers. That was unbelievable. And then the second game, which was San John Bosco, one of the top teams in the nation, I uh, I received even more, and now I'm at a total of 27. Wow. Okay. And after that first game, what do you think the coaches saw that really stood out to that point where they're like, okay, I've seen all I need to see. Let's offer him now. Um, I would say a big factor is my size. Like like you said in the beginning, I'm 6'5", 293, and I have elite footwork. Um, from soccer, of course, a lot of letter drills. I'm athletic, like I can move, I can bend, I can change directions. That was a big thing. And yeah, that was just a thing that helped me in, in the game too. At this point, standing with the 27 offers you mentioned, how many varsity football games have you played in total? I've played a total of five varsity football games. Wow. Okay. And now that you've played in some of those varsity games, you're preparing to play this fall season right now. You mentioned the things that have made you strong on the field. What are some things that you're working on as you continue to refine the game? So since I started playing so late, a big factor was um, technique that I had to learn. And I would say I, I catch, uh, I caught up good on that. Um, I went on a college tour to, to prepare myself where I worked out with a lot of colleges, uh, college coaches. And I think I made good pro- uh, progression. And yeah, this is what probably the main thing that I had to work on. When you work on these various different things that you either have or are working on in this moment, what are some strategies that you have to continue to go through this game and to work through and to improve like you have? I would say it's a big thing is the support and the mentality that you have. Like you got to have a why, why are you doing that? And I would say my why is like simple as everybody else's why it's like for your family to make a better living standard for your kids, for your parents, for your siblings, for the people around you. Nice. And then another thing that is interesting, too, that you might have an opportunity to do is open up some opportunities for more European kids to come to America or to get offers to play in America. So when you hear things like that or when you think of things like that, what goes through your head there? Um, I've been told these things, too, and it's like joy that comes from my head to open up opportunities for others to help others. Um, Helping others is a big thing, I think. And I want to give back what somebody gave to me, like Brendan Collier. He gave me the opportunity 
So I want to give back an opportunity for others to be seen and to be heard. And another follow-up from earlier, after you got the eight hour eight offers after your first game, what was your reaction to that first off, your personal reaction? Um, so the first two offers that I had um, here in the U.S. was Washington and USC, and I got them the same day, like 20 minutes apart from each other. And it was like mind blowing. I had to put my phone away for like the rest of the day. I received them at like 5 p.m. and I wasn't touching my phone since then. It was unbelievable. Like, since I'm like down here, you see, it's like the local school where everybody goes to. It was a lot. It was really overwhelming and an amazing, amazing feeling. And why'd you decide to put your phone away? Because it was just so overwhelming. I was like, Okay, that, that is too much right now. I just received two offers from two big schools. I'm okay. I can't. I can't do that right now. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta lie down, talk to my family, and that's pretty much it, to my host family. Yeah, and what was your family back in Germany? Their reaction when they hear your news? And they were glad for me, but they didn't really know what it means. Um, the same was with Penn State back uh, in 2020. Um, they didn't really know what it means, so they were just like cheering, like, hey, congratulations, but they didn't know what kind of opportunity that is. So it was kind of like, okay, yeah, congrats. That was pretty much it. But now that they got to know all these schools, um, they were like, oh, my God, we never realized how big that is and what kind of opportunities are open for me. Yeah, you're, I mean, out of all the thousands of players in America, you're in the top 80 right now in a lot of the rankings. So how did you go about quantifying these things to people back home that they say, how are you doing? And you try to explain on that scale. How do you explain it? Um, I would say um, I basically just told like the uh, inner circle, like the close, my closest friends or family, like what was really going on. They, uh, later found out what it means too when they googled it, when they googled my name and there was like some explanation to it So, and I really only told them people that asked me how I'm doing even though uh, before I received offers, before I was posting about football like I was keeping it in the, in the smaller circle I see okay and have you gotten to go back to Germany since you first came to America? Yes, sir. After the tour in summer, I went back to Germany for three weeks. It was from the 18th of June till the 12th of July. I've read some publications from Europe overseas that have been writing about you. What was the reaction like when you came back? It was it was a fantastic uh, feeling too, like that you're getting noticed all over the world, not only where the sport is big, also back in your hometown um i was back in my hometown and they had a newspaper um article about me i think it was really really fun and i, I found a lot of joy in it <laughs> what was in the article what they write about like the big man here canoe from from galsendorf that which is my uh my hometown um made the trip to the u.s to a high school that was pretty much what it, what it was about and it was really fun it was really fun i did a follow-up interview um back when i was in germany again nice and from the 
younger people, the kids, high schoolers, even younger than that. Did you get to speak to any of them? And what were their thoughts or reactions to seeing you back? It was, it was fun. Like, like I never announced that I'm coming back. So I kind of like surprised all my friends and they were just happy. Like you saw like the, the true friends and they were really happy for me. And it was fun talking to them, like about my experience being overseas and just having fun, even though COVID happened, I would say that year what happened, like, like that I'm going overseas was one of the best things I could have done. Like in Germany, the situation is still bad. Ah, I see. Okay. Well, now you've gotten some nicknames, and one of them is the Bavarian Baby Sue, in a reference to Ndamukong Sue, the NFL defensive tackle. So when you hear some of these nicknames, I mean, what do you think about that? Um, so I think it's really funny because my coach, Brandon Collier, and, uh, called me Baby Sue the whole time when I was back in Germany before I even came over. He told me that I look like him, like from my face. And I was like, Coach, I really don't look like him. And I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> and I was I was already saying that. And then I saw a picture. And I was like, man, I look, am I looking in the mirror or what is happening? <laughs> um, which I think was really funny. And since then, I would say I was becoming a very, very, um, like, uh, how should I say, um, physical player. I'm not like I'm not like doing unnecessary roughnesses or anything like that. But I became physical like him, and just like the same techniques, like just a lot of power moves. That's like I kind of look like as a role model. And when you go about these moves, what are some of the ones that you've enjoyed learning and enjoyed going to use in terms of pass rush or run defending moves? So since since I, I'm a strong man, I was always the strongest where I went. And I was always using bull rush in the games or long arms, push and pull. And now that I got some finesse moves too, I can use them too. Gotcha. Okay. Well, when you look at a potential college decision as you are the high school class of 2022, you've got one coming up. What are some things that you're going to be factoring in as you've whittled down to top 10 and top schools like that? So a big thing... It's a slogan for us, too, uh, for PPI recruits, uh, for the culture. So the culture is a big a big part for me. Like, what are the people around me? How do they train? What is their mindset? How do they treat each other? That's one thing. It's the development that the school can give me, not only on a football basis, but also on, like, education. But besides that, there's also the stability and the relationship that I have to the school and to the coaches. Got you. And your recruitment, of course, has been heavy. Some people are saying that you can be the first international five-star recruit. And I'm curious, with these 27 offers and all these coaches coming at you, what kind of attention have you been getting in terms of how many texts or calls you get a day? How much mail do you get? I mean, from college coaches and people like that, what are you receiving? (laughs) Um, I got a whole bin at home with letters and everything like that. Uh, I would say when, like, when I, during the season when the recruitment started going on, like, um, I received like at least eight calls a day. Wow. While I had school, sometimes, sometimes after school, sometimes during practice. But now that I cut down my list to to a top ten, I've been getting less calls, which is not too bad. 
Nice. Okay. Well, next up in this recruitment process, there are definitely some perks of being the top recruit that you are. What would you say is one of your favorite things or one of the coolest parts of being this top 80 national recruit? Um, I would say the attention that you can get, like being seen, like it's like, I would say everybody enjoys attention and on a level like that, I would say you can spread the attention that you get to help others as well. Like I've been reposting stuff from international kids too. And I would say they got seen too. And I think it's just like the joy of like making others being seen as well. That's awesome. Okay. Well, now that you are in America, what are some things that you miss most from Germany and back home? I mean, of course, my family is a big part of uh, my friends. Then, but besides that, I would say it's like German food, like pretzels, like the Bavarian pretzels. And with the pretzels, what makes them so good over there? You know, soft from the inside and have a nice brown crust on the outside. It's you you gotta try it yourself. I'm telling you, <laughs> go you gotta go to Bavaria and eat pretzels. You you will be like, okay, hero hero was right, like these pretzels are good. Do you have like a special kind or a special sauce or seasoning that you like with them? Uh cheese, cream cheese, Nutella. Like not 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 together, but like every single each of them just with the pretzel is good. I'm telling you that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, what is something that you love that you've discovered since you've come to America? Something new? Um, It's a culture here. Like, especially in South Orange County, everybody is super nice. Really. Like, the first day I arrived, I went down to the basketball court. And I was just playing basketball with some strangers. It was really fun. Um, It's like an open culture. Like, people talk to each other down here. And, of course, the dishes are good, too. I mean, I love sushi. We are right at the coast. I love these burgers from In-N-Out. It is, it is really good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you're fitting right in on the West Coast with the In-N-Out. What's your order when you go there? I'll get two animal fries and a normal cheeseburger and a strawberry milkshake. That's like my basic order. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. Well, you mentioned the culture... You mentioned the culture in America. What would you say when you look at the football co- culture here is something that might have surprised you or something you didn't expect? Um, I mean, I expected, for example, like hard training, but like in Germany or like I would say Europe overall, if you play in a normal sports club, you have practice twice a week. Um, when I got here, I had practice six times a week and lift four times a week, which was a big change. It's like um, very competitive, this area, and that means you have to train even more too. And I think being just around these people, um, these athletes that are so competitive makes me better too. What do you think is something about yourself that might surprise people? Um... I would say that I'm I'm a nice person. Everybody just sees, okay, 6'5", big kid, looks mean. Uh, but I'm actually a super nice person. I love talking to people, 
strangers like making somebody's day is like the best thing for me i can think of um i would say just like my uh my character my character and when you look at your character or the way that people around you that know you well would think of you what characteristic would you say that you're most known for um I would say for being a yes person, if somebody asks me, you want to do this and that, I'll say yes, you want to go, uh, I'll get some ice cream, i say yes, you want to go to the beach, i say yes, like, every time somebody asks me something, i say yes, you wanna, can you help me with this, i say yes, that's like, probably one thing I'm known of. Awesome. Well, what is something that, or actually, let's go this way, what kind of music do you like? I listen to literally everything. Rap, like everybody else, I would say here in this area. Country music, I listen a lot to Bruno Mars. He's like my artist, like my musician that growing up. Um, really, a lot. I listen. I don't listen as much as to German rap, but I listen to pretty much everything besides that. Nice. Okay. Do you have any like song recommendations or songs that you really love right now? Um, right now I would say Skate. It's a new song from Bruno Mars. Yeah. Um, I really like that song. Um, and just like his old song, When I Was Your Man, it's a beautiful song. Um, I love to sing too. It is, it is really nice. Awesome. Good picks again. Okay. What do you think people get wrong or misunderstand about you? Um, it is just like since English is my second language, a lot like a lot of misunderstandings happen when I talk. It's just like the way I pronounce things like seem like mean or like have like a tone on it like where I like sound mean or anything something like that. I think that's like a big thing for me just in general. Okay, I see. Okay. Now to go a different way. What's left on your bucket list or a list of things that you would love to get done in your life? Um, I want to have a family, of course. I want to have five kids. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I want to have a job, of course, after my I dreamed of and a career. Um, I want to be able to make my mom retire, like that she doesn't have to work anymore. Um, and I want to um, create a better environment for my kids. So they don't have to grow up worrying about something. Not that they are spoiled, but just in a safe environment, living like a normal person, not not necessarily in like a big, super big house, like something that's like um, okay for like a family having uh, five kids. That's like pretty much like what I'm looking for in my life. Nice. Okay. Well, what would you do if you had a extra hour in the day? I would probably use it on spending time with my family if I could. It's it's really just about relationships in your life. It's not about having the most money or like I don't know, being famous. It's like about your relationships with the people that are around you. Awesome. Well, now, what is something that you like that most people don't? I love playing chess. Oh, okay. And why do you like to play chess? I like playing, like, games of strategies. 
it's like I, I think it just makes fun like being able to build a strategy to to solve problems i think that's the same thing with life solving problems who solves the problem first i see good one okay what is your most treasured possession um probably my chain that i received uh from my grandparents before i came over to the usa and i haven't taken it off since then okay you say it's a chain so like what's on it it's it's just a silver chain like it just has a it's not super expensive but it just has a meaning for me okay and are you like superstitious at all do you see it as like good luck or or what do you like about it 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 just seems like somebody that protects you like it feels like like something like a shield like i know nothing bad is going to happen got you that's really cool okay to finish out if you were to go to speak to a group of younger players overseas maybe over back where you're from germany europe area and you were to speak to them about just advice or tips that you would give what would the topic be what would be some things that you'd share with them and want them to know it is never too late and never let anybody tell you you can't do it that's probably what i would tell them like you always hear like, oh yeah, you're too old for that, or now nah, you're too young, you can't do that yet, or like, you're not able to do that. Mm-hmm. Never, never let somebody tell you that because you can. Awesome, great message. Well, Hero, thank you so much for your time. It was great getting to talk with you today. Thank you very much for having me on. <laughs>